0: The Protectors of the Wood podcast. Everything is at stake. The destruction of our planet is becoming real life. This podcast tells the story of misfit teenagers struggling to band together and help our world through this crisis. Episode number 26. The Uninvited. Friends and enemies gather at the welcome home party. As Phoebe and Gilligan walked up the driveway, Jeremy and Jim jumped up from the front steps. Jim cried out,
1: uh, "Lights, camera!" Action! You're here! Just wait a bit with me.
0: That's my cue. Jeremy disappeared into the shadows at the side of the house. The noise of voices from the backyard sank to a low hum. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. We've got to give them a moment.
0: Across the lawn in the moonlight by the wagon. Chester Peterson waved to Phoebe and she waved in return. Okay, here we go. Jim escorted them around the corner of the house. The backyard was in shadow, nothing moved. Suddenly, the lights came on and a chorus of voices yelled. Crowded around the tables were all sorts of people. Phoebe and Gilligan blinked in the spotlight, and a hundred voices began talking at once. Phoebe's mother and father and sisters stepped forward and hugged her, and then her father climbed up on a wooden picnic table and raised his hands. Slowly, the hubbub subsided.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen, first, I'd like to propose a toast to the most wonderful wife and daughters anyone could ask for. I'd want to thank them for putting up with me.
0: Peter drank a swallow and waited for quiet again. And second,
1: and second, I'd like to welcome Phoebe back to Middletown. Come on up here, Phoebe.
0: Phoebe stepped onto a bench and up onto the table next to her father. The crowd was thick under the spotlight and extended into the darkness at the edge of the lawn. She stared in disbelief, her eyes welling up with tears.
2: This is so much more than I expected. I know I've done nothing to deserve it, but... You've made me very happy. Thank you to my family and everyone. And I want to thank Gilligan today, in front of all of you, for giving me a job at the toy store. I'm very grateful for such a wonderful opportunity. And I hope to see all of you there, just like the old days. We'll be starting new classes and activities next
0: week. She hugged her father and stepped off the table.
1: Please, please, let's all find a seat. Allison, Chi-Chi, William, they'll be serving us. No need to serve yourself.
0: (laughs) Jim and Jeremy moved another table over and joined it to the first. Phoebe sat next to her father and spoke softly in his ear.
2: Dad, watch out for Jerome Peabody. He tried to pump me for news about you and Mom, and I invited him to the party. I promised we'd tell him something.
3: Oh,
1: he's a busybody. But don't worry, we can handle him. Uh, I hear you're bringing the old magic back to the store. (laughs) Congratulations.
0: Jeremy, George, and Jim brought trays of food, plates, utensils, and pitchers of drinks to the table. Suddenly, Peter stood up and pointed. Make way there at the head of the table. Let them join us. Yeah, yeah. Phoebe recognized Mayor Wilcox, his brother Jimmy, and police chief Santiago, waiting to shake hands with her father. Make room. Chief Santiago leaned over to Phoebe and spoke softly. Let me beg a seat with the family tonight. He pulled a chair between Phoebe and her father. She noticed that he did not seem to have aged at all. Still handsome in uniform with a few extra pounds. Mayor Wilcox Looking distinguished in a gray vest and pants, with a full head of wavy gray hair, rose and raised his glass. To old times, and uh, more of them in the future. You can say that again. It's been over three years, and still no Middletown Fair? It just isn't right. This vacation has gone on long enough, Peter. He gave Peter a friendly slap on the back and looked to Patty Hood for help. Tell him something, Patty. He won't listen to me. The kids don't have enough to do. Phoebe stared as her father's face formed a sad and wistful smile.
1: I hear you, but believe me when I say, just you watch... The future is bringing all of us, grown-ups and children, more than enough to do. Let's all be ready.
0: This world needs us. Suddenly, Jerome Peabody pressed forward just across the table from Phoebe, the chief and her parents.
1: I just had the pleasure of interviewing Phoebe at the toy store today. And she promised the Middletown Standard a word with her parents. Isn't that right, Phoebe?"
0: She felt her cheeks burn.
2: How could I have been so stupid?
0: Of course. uh, She was just mentioning it to me. A standing-room-only crowd now surrounded the table. Peabody and two more men pushed their way in, opposite Peter. Phoebe recognized one as Scudder. And the other a man with high shoulders long hair and a baseball cap seemed faintly familiar they remained standing staring down at peter so our readers just want to know what you and the
1: wife are doing these days of course you know patricia here has a show opening in a couple of months at the evansville art society and has been working on her paintings every day You're all invited to the opening on September 10th. And we wish Patricia every success. But uh, tell us something of your own interests. For example, aren't you a trustee of an organization known as the Protectors of the Wood? What does this organization actually do? Jerome, you're way out of bounds. You know what our foundation does. What do you think you're doing intruding like this on a social occasion? Well, well, I'm sorry, Peter. I didn't realize you brought your lawyer to the interview. William is here as an old friend, just as you are. This is a friendly gathering. I'm happy to talk. That's the spirit. We understand that you and your wife do not live here at 12 Main Street, where do you
0: reside these days? Patty Hood stood up and faced Peabody.
4: Jerome, please. This is growing tiresome. You know perfectly well, as do most of the people of Middletown, that we live in the garden center. I have my studio in the greenhouse. I hear that you and your reporter have been bothering Allison. Why are you harping on this subject? Why,
1: because you're never there!
4: Jerome, you've known me for years. I'm a landscape painter. My husband and I are retired. We hike and camp at scenes I want to paint. Why don't you come by the garden center on Monday and I'll give you a preview of my paintings.
1: Why, that's very generous. I'm happy to accept. In the
4: afternoon sometime, say, two o'clock? Perfect. Now, let's get back to enjoying our dinner.
0: Patty raised her glass.
4: Penny, here's a toast to you and your friends for a marvelous dinner.
1: Uh, I second that. You folks serve the best food I ever tasted. Uh, Where do you get such tasty corn this time of year? And these tomatoes?
0: Oh, no. Phoebe saw Peabody, Scudder, and the third man edge closer, staring in expectation. Finally, Fred Peterson, the bearded giant, rose above the crowd like the patriarchs of old, and spoke out in a voice that carried over the backyard.
1: All the best food is grown in private gardens and small farms the traditional way. My family is proud to donate for this party, and our wagon is still out front and open for business. And we invite all of you to walk up to Bridge Avenue and George Street to our roadside stand someday soon, and we'll show you a thing or two you won't find in Scudder Store.
0: Peter spoke behind his hand to Chief Santiago. (laughs) Bless the man. Someone turned up the music on the other side of the yard and the sound of splashing and the voices of young children filled the air. Peabody and his friends backed out of the crowd. The show was over. And people scattered around the lawn in small groups.
2: I'm so sorry, Dad. I just didn't know what to do.
1: Oh, don't worry. It's all for the best. We've been putting that problem off and voila. Things
0: turned out better than we could have planned. Phoebe stood up and scanned the yard.
2: I think I should walk around and say hello to everyone.
0: Good idea but be careful. I will. The full moon was rising overhead with the silver light glimmering on the edges of the yard away from the spotlight. The beautiful scene was a rare treat. Young people were dancing and children were running through the shadows playing their urgent games on this glorious summer evening. Phoebe realized that she was playing her own urgent game, one that was just as vibrant and engrossing as ever before.
2: I see things better now. This world takes some getting used to.
0: She ran into Rose and Rob, and they planned the visit of the preschool class to the toy store as Phoebe walked them out to their car. On the way back, Phoebe heard a raised voice coming from the other side of a minivan parked on the lawn.
1: I tell you, some of it is the same as Abby's, exactly the same.
0: You heard Fred Peterson. Check his farm. Phoebe stood back in the shadows the man walked into the glare of the driveway lights and she saw scudder and his friend in the baseball cap oh this stuff is not his you're just too interested in the beer to
1: notice we've got to find abby uh, stop yelling at me
3: i'm not your little kid just what have you done for me to take that attitude
1: Sorry. 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 You're right. I I, I get carried
0: away." The voices trailed off. Phoebe could see the men drift up the driveway and into the crowd. She began to worry that Abby might suddenly appear in this dangerous territory. She stepped out of the shadow of the minivan and saw Chester Peterson stand up from behind a pickup truck. They stared at each other for a second and began to laugh.
2: I haven't eaten all day. I've got to sit down.
0: Desperately, she surveyed the crowd and spotted Glenda, Jeremy and George sitting together on pieces of a fallen tree, behind Dr. Bear's garage.
2: So this is where you're hiding. I hope I haven't missed all the interesting conversation.
3: We're just getting started. Come and sit here.
0: Phoebe sat down suddenly on the grass, feeling dizzy. She leaned over and put her head in her hands. Are you okay? I just haven't eaten. To think of the food we brought to your table. Phoebe realized that it really pained Jeremy. That she didn't get any food. There's still some good food left. George and Jeremy stood up.
4: Get me something, too. I'm avoiding the crowd. Abby! Shh. Don't yell like that. I don't want anyone else to know I'm here.
0: Abby sat on the grass, only a few feet from Phoebe.
4: I'm so glad to see you, but
2: this is a scary place to be tonight. I know.
3: hard, hard to keep going when it hurts so much to live You know it takes so much more than all you've got to give Reach for me, reach for me, cause I'm all out of strength today Reach for me, reach for me, cause I'm all out of strength today. And reach for me, cause I'm all out of strength today. Please show me the way.
4: Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Find all our podcasts, songs, and projects on our website, www.protectorsofthewood.com. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.